Okay. So your, your name is? Uh, Jenny Jaffe. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Okay, so you are originally from the Bay Area, yes. as mentioned. What was it like growing up there? Um, it's, I mean, it's a really cool place to grow up, and it's definitely a very unique experience. Silicon Valley in the 90s was kind of a singular thing to experience, even if I was too young to sort of understand fully what was going on. Mm -hmm. But, um... It's not a very artsy place, so I definitely wanted to get to New York pretty much the second mm -hmm. I could. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to Tisch in oh. New York. Oh, awesome. So that's like what brought me out to New yeah, York. Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted to go there, but I did bad in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> could not get into any good colleges. So did what did um, what did you study at Tisch? Uh, TV writing. <laughs> TV writing. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah. So I pretty much have done one thing forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is that something that you have kind of felt your whole life, like writing and comedy and things like that, or did yeah, it come from something? No, yeah. it was just like, um, my favorite thing was TV and comedy, and I think I sort of just was like, I want to do that, and I want to make other people feel what watching these things makes me feel. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What were you into growing up? Like comedy -wise. Very into British comedy. Love it. Very into um, anything Fry and Laurie did, and Blackadder, and The Mighty Boosh, and um, I was very into Strangers with Candy. I love which is like, <laughs> that show. To me, that's like the gold standard of all comedy. It's we we named our thing. cat, our sorority cat, after a scene from that what, show. What'd you name her? We named it Dizzy. Oh, because the baby <laughs> song That's amazing. Yeah. That's such a good reference. Yeah. It was like my fan. We literally like, because we her name was Isabel, but we like would just call her Dizzy I'm after that. I'm going to call you Dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> show but it's so fucking good. Jerry Blank's the greatest comedy yeah. creation. She's I'm obsessed good. with Amy Sedaris. So. Yeah. yeah. No, she's good. She's like, good. To me that's just the ultimate Yeah. No, she I loved her comedy. on the Broad City. Yes, too, that, that was, episode. She's everywhere she so. shows up she yeah. makes it better. I'm oh, yeah. I'm never sad to see her. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she has good. a show coming out on True TV. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, okay, so you moved to New York, and you were there for how long? Eight years, I think, exactly, yeah. Okay, so... The what? full Ob Obama administration oh. was there. Wow. So, that, that, that may also be why I feel like it was, like, the best... The great time. When you arrived back in L.A. and a shadow... Yeah, it really felt like that. It really cloud. felt like... Jesus. There was the part of me that was, like, was me... Being in New York, the only thing keeping like the lid on <laughs> what is going on? What if I had never left? New York? <laughs> I had that a lot. I was like, did I just slide into the darkest? Like, what did I do? Because yeah. oh, no. that was like three weeks after I arrived in LA. I oh, was like, Jesus. It was suddenly just like, oh, I just opened up the Pandora's box. Like, I. It was such a weird time. Yeah. That was a weird ass time. It's still a weird time, but like when he was like initially elected I didn't think I would be as affected like emotionally as I was 
I like, I mean, I just think everybody had the confidence that it would be insane to elect him. Of course he's not yeah. going to be elected, but we really um, misunderstood <laughs> the power of uh, white supremacy and, um, and ignorance in America. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's... um. It's a scary time to be alive, but uh, yeah, those pa- those first couple of weeks because it just felt like a dream. It yeah. just felt like really surreal, and nobody sort of knew yeah even what to believe at that point. Yeah, and now we don't know what to expect. Yeah, well, now it's like worse. anything could happen. It's literally yeah. anything. He's just like a. The only thing that ever gives me like some comfort about him is that he is a huge pussy. And yeah. at, like, the end of the day, he's back down from a lot of his yeah. more egregious yeah. promises because he is, like, a bad business person. Yeah. Um, Trump being bad at his job is the only small comfort I know yeah. of anything. Uh, it's, I, like, I think he's almost too dumb to be evil. I, I do think he's evil, but it's, like, he's yeah really pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Pence, I think could be effectively evil. Yeah. That said, I think they should all go to jail, and I look forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a scary Sweet time. Revenge. It's pretty awful. He may just make himself, like, president for life or whatever. Yeah, and... somehow. <laughs> we'll just be I keep, yeah, I keep thinking regime. about, like, 2018, and I'm like, yeah, that's assuming we'll be allowed to have an election and voter suppression hasn't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I actually thought he was going to get elected and nobody, and everyone thought I was crazy. I was yeah. like, nah, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. He's like, this world is way too, I don't know. It's a much more ignorant country than we realize. And also, just with like the Kardashian family being the most famous people in the world right now, I just right. don't have much faith. It's just, well, <laughs> it's like this idea that fame or money equate to some kind of intelligence intelligence or yeah. talent and I think that's like the value system and the reality is of course you can bullshit your way into anything yeah if you're white in America yeah literally anything you can bullshit your way to presidency yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's, it's insane okay so what have you been um doing in LA since um, you've arrived back in Trump's tower. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> I, um, well, I moved out here to write for uh, Big Hero 6 on Disney. And cool. so that's where I, when I, it's my day job. Yeah. And um, just, I've just been doing a lot. Honestly, I've been trying to get my bearings mostly. It's like mm-hmm. a weird city to sort of make friends and like form connections Very in. Very weird. Yeah. And so that's been tough and just like getting to learn my way around LA and. Mm-hmm. And that sort of thing um, has kind of taken up most of my energy, and I'm starting to get back into, like, doing other writing projects Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, promoting my AFC series and Mm -hmm. just trying to sort of re-enter society at large. I feel like I really did just have to take a year of, like, I've got to figure out. Yeah. I was, like, I started a brand new relationship when I moved out here. I moved apartments twice. Like, I was just sort of all over the map, and I'm finally feeling a little settled, and it's really nice. Yeah. But it's definitely 
taken till now to feel that way. LA is a weird, weird city. <clears throat> you don't I run think into to people. like, yeah, it exactly. It took me like six years to make real friends here. Like yeah. it was, everything is very surface. And like, I also think when I first got here, it was like, um, it was like party friends and then you like need to get real friends and then, right. you know, so it's like the weird transition to adulthood too. Yeah. Like I've been here since 23, so it's been really fucking weird, but it's just, yeah, I think it's hard to make real connections. Well, cause all my friends in New York were friends I've had for a really long yeah, time. Yeah. And yeah. It is just like a fully different thing. I think making friends as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like built in is weird. <laughs> it's really hard. I always feel like I'm hitting on someone. Me too. I'm like, or I'm like, I don't want to come on too strong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, seem desperate for friends, but I'm like, kind of ebb. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm like, throw my... How many times a text somebody is like, too friendly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, when does it get? Um, so what is the series that you're on, working uh, on, I, uh, starring in? Yeah, I created <laughs> a, a star in a series called Neurotica, cool. where I play a perfect yeah. dominatrix with OCD. Um, and it's, uh, you can watch it on ifc.com or on the Neurotica Facebook page. Cool. Um, awesome. And it's, I'm really proud of it. It's a completely ridiculous, fun cool series I got to make with some of my favorite people and I hope there's more to come. Awesome. Yeah. How many episodes is there? Six. Okay. Yeah. When did it come out originally? A couple weeks ago. Co oh, wow. So it's new. Like yeah. New. So I'm like, I'm doing the, that's why I yeah. have you sending out all the Yeah. Stuff, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and very exciting. Sorry. Sorry. No, go. Uh, you were the go, writer go. and creator. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you come up with the um, premise? Um, I'm, Honestly, I don't really even remember the full origin story. It just was like, it felt like the title was there and somebody's going to do this and I know I can do it better and more honestly than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And um, I just was tired of seeing things like Fifty Shades of Grey where sexuality is treated like this very like serious sad like intense <laughs> thing yeah and it's like if it's done right like it should be really fun yeah mm -hmm. and also just the idea that like I think OCD is treated kind of the same way or like any mental illness is treated kind of the same way where it's like oh we better talk about this in hushed tones and like yeah drab colors and I was like the idea of just creating anybody who's a full person mm -hmm. is is exciting to me and like creating this character who's neurotic but also uh very sexually confident i'm like that's more relatable to me than a lot of female comedy characters like i love jerry blank because she's a big old freaking weirdo yeah but she thinks she's the shit yeah or like i love like lucille bluth for that same reason mm -hmm. yeah like i love, her. I, love like, I love i love like Female high status idiots in a way. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Ivy is very sweet. The character in Neurotica is very sweet and a good person and a big weirdo, but she's also very, um, she is confident and she is like idiosyncratic. And I think a lot of times, like, oh, she's bad with boys is like comedy shorthand for like female comedy characters. Yeah. And, um, 
that's that can be great, but it's not something I necessarily. Yeah. I was like, no, I like that's never been my problem. Um, I'm a big weirdo for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Doing that was really fun for me too. Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned Thanks. earlier that you have OCD. Yes. Okay. So what part does that play in the show? And I guess when did you were you diagnosed early on and how did yeah, that all... well I was like formally diagnosed at about 15 but it, it had been manifesting my whole life yeah um but I just like I mean I have an anxiety disorder and I have a panic disorder mm-hmm. and then figuring out that OCD was kind of the more specific thing that was going on with a lot of that mm-hmm. was something that came later yeah um and in the show the part it plays is that my character Ivy has known she's had OCD for a long time and she, um, as she puts it, has made a life for herself in spite of and because of specific challenges. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a character who's figuring out that she has OCD. It's one who's worried that there, that it might be resurfacing in some way. Okay. Um, so, to, like and that. the other thing about it is that everybody in her life knows that's a thing about her mm-hmm. and nobody judges her for it, but... She has some limitations that she pushes up against and that the people around her push up against, too. Um, What kind of OCD do you have? Or, like, I know there's different, like, kind of, I don't know what the word is. Forms? Forms of it or, like, spectrums of it. I don't really know if there's, like, an official, I, I, I mean, like, I think just, like, OCD classic probably is the best way to put it. Like. Um, there's literally a psychology textbook coming out that I'm, like, in as an example of a person with, like, textbook OCD, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I uh, a big deal. Uh, psychology <laughs> textbook model. <laughs> so is that, like, the counting and the... Well, the, the thing about OCD or... is that it's, like, twofold, and so there's the way, there's the, the compulsions mm-hmm. that manifest as... Um, hand washing and being super clean and sort of like ritualizing in all these ways, counting and yeah, and that. But then the obsession, which is the part that people talk about less because they yeah. think it's scarier, is or you get like these intrusive thoughts or yeah. like these thoughts that are just like it's like getting a song stuck in your head, but it's like a horrifying thought and you're just yeah. going over and over and over it. And then mm-hmm. your brain's way of dealing that with that is to say like here's some things I can do and that will make them better. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you get caught in these endless loops and you're like, I'm going to wash my hands until they bleed, but it's not going to make anything better. Or yeah. like, I'm going to, like, I used to um, obsessively check my temperature. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know logically that this isn't going to, like, make me not get sick. But that's yeah. what my head is telling me. Like, yeah, yeah. So you're just sort of this prisoner to, like, this sort of, weird chemical reaction in your brain that's happening and Mm -hmm. um it's really awful to deal with and you're just sort of walking through the day like with you're trying to interact with people but it feels like you're just constantly fighting this battle yeah um and so I got really lucky that I you know got into therapy and got on the right medication for me and um have just had a lot of support around me from my family so because it's not an easy thing to deal with or explain to people. Yeah. A lot of those things are, I feel like, unless you're dealing with it, it 
literally you just feel crazy to the outside world yeah and it's like incredibly frustrating because you're like I don't want to feel this way like right. I just want it to stop I swear I'm not like controlling it but yeah. like, like trust me if I could I would yeah like, yeah yeah if there was anything I could do yeah. yeah um so did that lead to your late pro or I don't know when when did you start this other project uh, 2014 yeah okay. I mean it was pretty much actually directly because of it because mm -hmm. I wrote an article for Exo Jane about going to exposure therapy for OCD mm -hmm. and um, the response to that was really positive to the point where I was like I should do another project that basically has to do with with this because I was so nervous to talk about it publicly because mm -hmm. I was like trying to get a career off the ground and I was like people don't want to work with me yeah, yeah. people don't want to like be my friend or whatever yeah and so then um, this did so well that uh, Project You Are Okay sort of came up out of it where I was like, at first the idea was I'm going to just make some videos like sort of with some like friends who I know of similar issues and we're just going to sort of talk about it in a way that might help somebody. Mm -hmm. And then the, there were so many people interested in doing it that it became this thing where I was like, oh, we need to have a system in place so we can keep making these. And then it became a nonprofit, and I sort of wow. was figuring out how to run a nonprofit on <laughs> my feet. So, yeah. yeah, I spent two years just really focused on getting it off the ground. And then last year it was acquired by the Child Mind Institute, so mm -hmm. it's still going. Yeah. Um, I'm just not involved in the day to day of it anymore. But yeah. it was a very <sighs> intense time, and just uh, we've been able to do a lot of really cool stuff, and it became. You know, you have all these people talking about their stories, but then what's the action item you take to try and make, like, let's say a yeah. teenager does watch the video and does relate, well, then what? So what then, next? like, figuring yeah. out how to connect them to resources that they mm -hmm. might yeah. need and, um, and that sort of thing, because that's tough, because yeah. we also just don't live in a world where we prioritize mental health to the point where people can find access to yeah. mental health care, and it's like very um, difficult for most of the country to find like affordable mental health care near them. I mean, I'm yeah. lucky I've lived in the Bay Area and LA and New York, but yeah, if yeah. you're in a rural town, there's yeah, it's not, not the way that we have it <laughs> like right. on every corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. so like, there's I've never even thought about that. Actually. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a great point. It's a tough thing, and of course, like. That leads to, you know, a lot of drug use and abuse and just mm -hmm. all, it, there's all these cycles and they're all sort of, all these social justice issues are tied into, I think, mental health. And I yeah, think if for we sure. Could, yeah. It, I mean, everything is always connected to everything, but if we could figure out this piece, I think there would be a lot of, yeah, um, a lot of things that would get better yeah. and it's just like but people have to make it a priority and mm -hmm. it's tough to get people that want to make it a priority yeah because yeah. it's tough to talk about yeah yeah because it just makes you feel like you're crazy and instead of just admit like realizing <clears throat> sorry that everyone's gone through this right yeah to some degree no i i think that's absolutely right yeah mm -hmm. but so yeah i'm glad project you're okay yeah. hopefully it has made some kind of difference that's awesome <laughs> Do your videos only focus on OCD, or are there all types? No, of it's everything. Or it's whatever people like. Sort of the philosophy is you can't go wrong when telling your own story. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's um, 
pretty much we just, everybody came in, they could talk about whatever they felt comfortable talking about um, within the realm of, um, of mental illness or um, their, uh, there's a huge range and pretty much we've always said to people, like, if you don't see yourself represented here, like, make a video. Like, we want everybody to click on the site and see somebody who represents them and their story. Cause, it's amazing. Yeah, That's I fun. think, like, you know, there's a lot of, I think sometimes the mental health community and trying to make it a more palatable movement to people will exclude certain diagnoses mm-hmm. that are more difficult mm-hmm. or like, you know, it's easier to talk about something like depression than it is to talk about something like bipolar Yeah, that's yeah. super under- misunderstood. So I think it's important to let people represent all of it and sort of recognize we're all, it's all under this one umbrella. Mm-hmm. And we can't stigmatize it in the mental health community or, like, what's the message going to be? Yeah. 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 And it's, like, funny. Like, people, I feel like, who don't have any of those issues see it as, like, if you're bipolar, you're just always talking to yourself. And if you're OCD, you're sitting around counting. I'm like, no, you can, like live your life and deal with these issues like not everyone's this like cartoon version of like a mentally ill ill person like we're all normal but it's just like and I think that's like a big like just misrepresentation of it right yeah yeah I mean I've gotten that with depression just the other day when uh I was telling somebody about our project and they're like oh you always seem so happy and I was like well, yeah, because social media. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to, like, walk around life crying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or I'm not going to keep posting really sad things. <laughs> well, sometimes, I, like, I mean, sometimes I even think about myself, like, man, I wish I lived the life I live on Instagram. Yeah, seems right? seems great. <laughs> <laughs> nothing bad ever happens. So yeah. I, like, I, because of you are okay, I'm pretty open. And, like, I'll, like, post, yeah. like, hey, yeah. I'm having a panic attack today. Like, today sucks. Yeah. yeah. I just saw your, sorry to interrupt, your latest twit, uh, twit. Tweet? Yeah. yeah. Do you mind telling us oh, what you said? Oh, which, oh, um, <laughs> the I fragile. don't ride roller coasters, but I do have a fragile ego, which is sort of the same thing. <laughs> I just, like, I had a really good That's day funny. all day yesterday, yeah. and then something happened that just, like, hurt my ego a little bit, and I just, like, felt so sad, and I was like, I'm just on this emotional roller coaster, yeah. Yeah. but, like, it's, yeah, it's, uh, that's it's, funny. It's, it's very up and down. Yeah. Very good. Good analogy <laughs> you know, to... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yesterday, um, another person who works on the site with us, um, she actually was like, she deals with the same kind of depression and anxiety that we have, and like, she was in a really good mood yesterday, and she was like, I just wish every day I felt like this. Isn't that crazy to like be happy all the time? <laughs> and she's like, I wish I could just go to a scientist or a doctor, just have them like calculate the chemical brain they're the chemicals yeah, yeah. in my brain right now to understand why I feel so great today and she's right. like but then I'm just waiting for it to just all be taken away like which is so like sick but it's yeah. just like no but it, that's exactly what it is it's like waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah the time by the way oh yeah yeah it's, I've been keeping oh shoot I gotta go kind of soon I'm sorry no it's okay um let we me, can wrap it up yeah let me just uh <laughs> just text or email these people that I'm going to be like a tiny bit late. That's okay. not a problem. Yeah. Do your thing, girl. Do your thing, Isis. What? It's from Bring It On. Oh my god. <laughs> I always want to say that, but I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to get it. Do I your will. thing, Isis. <laughs>
<laughs> I was like, that is a really cheery ISIS. <laughs> Unrelated to the current my, ISIS. My friend named her cat after ISIS from um, Bring It On. <laughs> she probably is regretting that now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and just like yeah it's sad because it's like even when I'm in the best mood ever I'm just like ugh, like what is this gonna all get taken away from me I feel that constantly I feel that <laughs> yeah. with work too and I feel like I just am constantly moving because I'm like you never know what shoe's gonna drop and when and so I always want to have something else like happening to yeah me. it's like not a healthy thing necessarily I feel like the healthier thing would be to be like okay maybe this will end and I'll like if it does I'll be okay but yeah I'm just like no I can never let this feeling end yeah 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 because it's scary especially yeah. if you've lived with it a bad feeling for most of your life when you start to feel the good stuff again you're like I can't like yeah, I don't want to go back there. I know how fragile this is yeah <laughs> I can't go back there um so do you have any other projects in the works um nothing I think worth talking about right now yeah. necessarily I just, yeah uh, neurotica is the big thing that I want people to look mm -hmm. at yeah yeah awesome. what's been your favorite part of doing it like so far like the highest moment of um just getting to be on set and and be working with like my favorite people and like having people be on board with like these really goofy jokes has been really cool. Yeah. Where do you shoot everything? It, uh, the, it was shot in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Ones. Yeah, I flew yeah. back to New York for it. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if there's more, I don't know where we would, where we would shoot. Yeah. In New York or L.A. But um, it was very cold. Yeah. It was, like, December in New York, and I was not wearing much, but <laughs> I think it was worth it. It was really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Anything else? That's all I have. That's all. All right. Yeah. Cool. Picture well, time? Yeah. Yeah, thank you Great. so much. Snap, snap the pick. <laughs>